Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sask Egg Today is brought to you by Future Ford in Melville. Future Ford is your automotive expert. From sales to service, they're the ones you can trust to get you rolling again sooner. The Sask Egg Today with Doug Faulkner. Good afternoon and welcome to Sask Ag Today. Coming up on today's program, the wheat growers want Ottawa to stop playing games with Bill C-234 and finally pass it. We'll hear from Daryl Fransu on that. Ducks Unlimited Canada has announced a partnership with Farm Credit Canada's Sustainability Incentive Program. We'll hear from a spokesperson for Ducks Unlimited Canada, Christine Tapley, on that program. And the 52nd edition of Canadian Western Agribition is right around the corner. It'll be starting on Monday. We'll hear from event CEO Sean Kindop on today's program. All of those stories and much more coming up on today's edition of SaskAg Today. But first, it's time for the Agriculture Outlook with Precision Weather. And that's a presentation of Milligan Bio. Milligan Bio now offers bio meal for your livestock, giving your animals more protein, more energy, and more of what they need. It's also brought to you by Sean Prahitka, your Remax Blue Chip Ag Division Specialist. Welcome back to SaskAg Today. It's time now for the Ag Review portion of our program, and that's a presentation of New Era Ag Technologies in Swan River. GX94 AgriView With a record short position in canola, managed money is largely in control of the market. That's according to analyst Wayne Palmer of Exceed Grain in Winnipeg. The United States Commodity Futures Trading Commission reported that as of November 7th, the net managed money short position in ICE canola futures was 102,884 contracts based on 4,876 long and 107,760 short. Palmer said those spec funds were keeping a close eye on the weather in Brazil, which is at either end of the spectrum. While the north remained far too dry to plant, the south was much too wet to get onto the fields. He says the long-range forecast has called for rain in the country's north, something much needed for its soybean output to hit a record 163 million metric tons in 2023-24, according to the United States Department of Agriculture. The number of Canadian organic producers and processors fell by nearly 300 in 2022, according to the latest industry stats. In 2022, there were 7,702 organic operators, down from 7,998 the previous year, including 33 fewer farms. This is the first time they've seen a decline in operators. However, the total is still above 2020 numbers of 7,624 operators. 
There were seven fewer organic livestock farmers in 2022 than in 2021. This continues a downward trend. That said, total organic acreage was up to 3.8 million acres from 3.1 million acres in 2021, though down from the 2020 high of just over 4 million acres. 40% of these acres were forage, green manure and natural areas. 26% was field crops, 20% fruits and vegetables, with the rest in aquaculture plants, maple and wild harvest. Winnipeg, Manitoba-based farm equipment manufacturer Bueller Industries is reporting progress on finding a new long-term investor. The company that employs around 800 people building versatile tractors and farm king equipment announced in July that it had hired Toronto-based Origin Merchant Partners to find an investor who is committed to preserving the legacy of the iconic versatile and farm king brands. As part of its November 14th third quarter earnings report, Bueller said it has advanced this process. Bueller has not publicly stated whether it's looking to sell a minority or majority ownership stake, but the investor search is viewed as a possible sign that Bueller's Russian owners are looking to divest, as geopolitical tension has become entrenched with Canada's strong opposition to Russia's ongoing war against Ukraine. A new initiative from Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada, or AAFC, is designed to support Canadian innovators with ideas on how to reduce methane emissions from cattle. The Agricultural Methane Reduction Challenge will award up to $12 million to support low-cost and scalable projects. The Methane Reduction Challenge will operate in multiple phases. In Stage 1, up to 20 projects will receive up to $250,000 each, to support the development of a technology, practice or process that helps reduce emissions. In Stage 2, up to 10 finalists will receive up to $500,000 each to test their solutions. In the third and final stage, up to two prizes of $1 million each to innovators who best demonstrate their ideas and solutions. At the end of each stage, an external review panel will determine which applicants move forward in the challenge. The application deadline is February 7th of 2024. AAFC expects to announce its 20 semi-finalists in the summer of 2024. The European Union will extend glyphosate's authorization for 10 years, even though its member states failed to agree over the active ingredient in Bayer AG's Roundup weed killer. Glyphosate has proved divisive since the World Health Organization's Cancer Research Agency concluded in 2015 that it was probably carcinogenic to humans. Other agencies around the world, including the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency and EU agencies, have classified it as non-carcinogenic. And be sure to listen to the latest SaskAg Today podcast. It's brought to you by Future Ford in Melville. Future Ford has been serving the Melville area for over 30 years. They focus on the future. Their staff are ready for what's to come. Ford Tech is changing all the time with new vehicle technology like EV, self-driving, and more. Get ready to drive into the future. Why? Because the future is Future Ford. Welcome back to SaskAg Today. I'm Doug Falconer. 
It's sunny and minus one degree in the Yorkton-Melville region. I'll have your complete weather details coming up at one o'clock. Now it's time for the livestock market conditions and their presentation of Heartland Livestock in York. Livestock market conditions. U.S. live cattle futures for December are trading at 174.67, down 310. February live cattle trading at 175.40, down 337. January feeder cattle trading at 226.87, down 402. March feeder cattle trading at 229.62, down 387. December lean hogs trading at 70.90, down 15. February lean hogs trading at 75.15, up 25. And that's the livestock market conditions. Welcome back to Saskag Today. The wheat growers want Ottawa to stop playing games with Bill C-234 and finally pass it. The bill that would exempt natural gas and propane used for grain drying and heating and cooling of barns and greenhouses from the carbon tax is in third reading in the Senate, but it's faced delays and bickering from politicians on both sides of the issue. Chair of the Wheat Growers, Daryl Fransu, says it's unfortunate how it once had good momentum, but now is stuck. Yeah, it's been kind of an unfortunate uh, series of events here when it's got to the Senate. Of course, the bill, Bill uh, 234, got got all party support in Parliament. We even had some Liberals that uh, voted in favour of it. But now that it's in the Senate, they've been doing everything to uh, to kind of kick it down the uh, kick it down the proverbial line, unfortunately. Fransu notes costs incurred from the tax get passed down. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there is some exemptions that farmers already have. The government has has admitted that we shouldn't tax the food supply, basically, but they, they've only went part of the way. What, what they don't account for is some of the indirect costs, you know, rail transportation. Um, that fuel is taxed with the carbon tax, and that gets downloaded onto farmers. You know, simple things like keeping the lights on at the equipment dealership. There's a carbon tax on that. That gets passed down to the farmers. So we've kind of had a disservice done to us because there hasn't been a good study done on this, but those numbers are substantial. So uh, there's no doubt that even though we have some exemptions already, which only makes sense, we are providing food, um, they haven't went nearly far enough, and it's still a, a cost on farmers that, that does get downloaded onto consumers to a certain extent also. The exemption Fransu mentions is for on-farm diesel. I know a few of them. On-farm diesel is exempt. That, that's the big one. That, that's about the only one, but it, it is substantial, but it, it, it's showing that the government knows that they can't tax the food supply. So why aren't we taking that next step and taking the burden off farmers and, and in turn taking the burden off consumers? They've already admitted that they're doing the wrong thing to farmers. So why, why is this extra you know, 10, 20% still, still being downloaded, still being taxed to farmers? He also references a September 15th report from the Parliamentary Budget Officer that shows Bill C-234, if passed, would save farmers around $979 million by 2030-31. Lastly, Fransu says farmers are good stewards of the environment. Farmers are environmental stewardships. We employ the best management practices. We employ the best technology that we can. Um, and we don't need a government to tell us to do that. We do it because it's the right thing to do. So to tax us 
doesn't allow us the financial means to implement some of that stuff sometimes. If you're taking dollars away from us, we can't reinvest in our farm to be even better stewards. So it's kind of a, you know, that's why, that's why I call it a perverse tax on farmers. The next time the bill might be debated in the Senate is next week. Commodities Update. Canola futures are trading down across the board this hour. January canola trading at 708.40, down $11.10. March canola trading at 713.50, down $11.60. December Minneapolis wheat trading at 726.5, down 8 and 3 quarters of a cent. December Kansas City wheat trading at 629 and 3 quarters, down 10 cents. December Chicago wheat trading at 552 and 3 quarters, down 7 and 3 quarters of a cent. December corn trading at 474 and a half, up 3 and 3 quarters of a cent. January soybeans trading at 1362 and 3 quarters, down 22 and a quarter cents. December oats trading at 346 and a half, down five and a quarter cents. And that's the commodities update. It's time now to head back out once again to Tanya Cherry. Thank you, Doug. We're just checking out the uh, GX94 radio auction right now. And lot number 282. Have you seen this one? From Power, from Zipper Lock Building Company in Raymore. It is a $15,000 voucher towards a power lift door. Now, the great one about this lot, the great thing about it, is that it is customizable. Yeah, it's not already like preset on the measurements for what it is. No, no, no. So if you're building uh, a Quonset, a shop, whatever you need, or you just need a new door, they will get you a $15,000 voucher for it. You can make a bid on that today. It's lot number 282. Right now, the current bid is just $510. And it's worth fifteen grand, right? So we're talking you need a place for your combines, a new place. They have pictures on there of like an airlift hanger like or airplane hanger. I mean, this thing can be massive. So whatever you need, they can do that for you with Zipper Lock, lot number 282. Check it out. That's the, pardon me. That's the GX94 radio auction. Bidding starts to close next Tuesday night. Farm Bulletin Board. The 52nd edition of Canadian Western Agribition is right around the corner. It starts on Monday at Real District in Regina. And event CEO Sean Kindop says staff are getting things prepared. We work pretty good. You know, once we get the buildings, our crew is in and begin um, turning it over into the Agribition look and putting the barns up and the panels up. And yeah, it's pretty exciting. You know, the, the Regina Pats played last night and... By the end of night tomorrow, there should be a full arena set up almost with dirt in it. So the crew works really well together and makes things happen pretty fast. Kindop says planning for an event as big as Agribition takes about a year. Yeah, so we, we have a strategic plan that we're trying to you know, continue to navigate and make decisions based on. Um, so, so we've got a bit of a three-year roadmap, but again, the decisions that we make this year, we just want to make sure that we can continue to carry that momentum into future years 
And just, but one thing we're also trying to do is just keep things exciting and new. You know, last year we had uh, some Yellowstone actors come to the show. And this year, you know, we've got a bunch of new, including freestyle bullfighting. So just trying to keep, you know, the value to all of the people that are coming to Agribition while also still trying to stay very authentic and uh, stick to our roots as well. He expanded on the three-year roadmap and what that entails. They've just given us a ways that we can continue to grow our brand, to continue to be an industry leader and continue you know, to be the world-class event that we are. So just while you know, developing new initiatives and you'll see the Animal Egg Tech Awards, you know, we want to continue to be. That falls under our innovation, you know, just you know, as tech's become a little bit more forefront. And um, so a lot of things like that are, are included into it. So a lot of decisions that we make all go back to our strategic plan. The event has generated a lot of interest in terms of international visitors. Yeah, we're seeing representation from over 70 countries, which is something we're pretty excited about. And uh, yeah, the international folks, they're a huge mem- huge part of this organization as you come to see all that uh, that Agribition has to offer and even get in the barns and do some businesses. That's what real Agribition really is all about. Is It's a place where people come and see the world-class genetics that are on display at Canadian Western Agribition. Agribition runs from Monday to Saturday next week. One of the things to kick off the event is the burning of the brand on Monday morning. And, of course, another event coming up is the Ranchers University. That'll run December 1st through the 2nd. It's coming to Mooseman. The event will cover topics including keeping versus buying replacement heifers, ration building and using cow bites, selecting forage-efficient cows, record-keeping, and learning from feeding mistakes. The cost to register for this event is $100 per person. You can call the Agriculture Knowledge Centre at 1-866-457-2377 to register. Once again, that number, 1-866-457-2377. And that's today's Farm Bulletin Board. It's now 1 o'clock. Time to check the GX94 Precision Weather Forecast. For the Quill Lakes, Hudson Bay, Swan River, Broadview, Mooseman, Indian Head, and Yorkton, Melville, Roblin, Russell regions today. Sunny skies, winds northwest at 15 to 30, and a high of zero. For tonight, partly cloudy, winds southwest at 15 to 25, a low of minus 3, and rising. For tomorrow, mainly sunny, winds west at 15 to 25, a high of 6, an overnight low of minus 2, with the winds diminishing. For Saturday, mainly sunny, winds southwest at 10 to 15, and a high of 6. For Sunday, mainly sunny, a high of 7, And Monday, early sun, then increasing cloud with a 60% chance of evening uh, snow and rain mixture, a high of 3, but falling late. In the Paw and Show Lake Russell, it's minus 5 degrees, Swan River minus 3, Dauphin 0, Brandon minus 1, Roblin minus 4. Regina and Winyard Wadena Kelvington are at minus 1, Saskatoon 0, Hudson Bay, Broadview, Mooseman minus 4, Indian Head minus 2. The Yorkton Melville region has a sunny sky, a west wind at 22 kilometers an hour, 
59% is the relative humidity. The temperature is minus 1 degree. With the wind chill, it feels more like minus 7 degrees. That's your agriculture weather, and that'll do it for SaskAg today for today. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow at 12.15 for another edition of the program. It's time now for the news and sports headlines. SaskAg Today has been brought to you by Future Ford in Melville. Future Ford is your automotive expert. From sales to service, they're the ones you can trust to get you rolling again sooner.